This program brought to you by www.ckpcreative.com.au. You're listening to Be Connected Radio, where business meets, well, more business really. Be Connected Radio. Listen, connect, collaborate. I haven't got time for this. For what? Bookkeeping, payroll, bass, the accounts are a mess. Get Xdia to fix it. Who? Xdia, bookkeeping, payroll and bass experts. Ah, Xdia. Ah, exactly. Running a business or involved in church finances? Get bookkeeping, payroll and bass that works. From station sponsor, Xdia. Visit exdia.com.au. Wouldn't it be great? Peace of mind, more time with family and friends, financial security, as well as a business that runs smoothly on its own without you having to be there. If this is how you want to spend your life, then you need some basic business essentials. Business Essentials is a short-term course you can do online, in your own time, that will provide you with the tools and guidance guaranteed to bring you peace of mind, business success, more free time, and a smooth-running business. Enroll now. Visit alanstevens.com.au, alanstevens.com.au. Are you frustrated and struggling to come up with creative, captivating content? Do you need help with social media for your business and brand? Save time and invest in a professional who can do it for you. Social Media Spotlight is a social media agency creating an online presence for small businesses and startups. We do the research, we create the content, we write the captions and you grow your business. With eye-catching content for all industries and beautiful designs, we get your brand in front of the right people. With a creative and highly experienced team of social media managers, we work closely with you to discover new and exciting ways to attract customers to your products. Visit the website www.socialmediaspotlight.com.au to book a free strategy session. You're listening to Be Connected Radio, where business meets, well, more business really. Be Connected Radio. Listen, connect, collaborate.
Jason from the B-Connection Business Show. Great to have you with us again on a Saturday morning. I'm I'm with somebody today, sort of a compatriot from the motherland, uh, even from the northwest of the motherland, all the way from uh, sunny Liverpool, even though it doesn't rain that often in there. I'm actually here with uh, Catherine Manette. Hi, Catherine. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Jay. Yes, we are practically neighbours from the motherland. Well, we are, if you look at how things are measured in Australia, yeah, we're pretty much neighbours. We were probably 45 minutes drive from each other, which is one end of the coast to the other, well, one suburb to the other uh, when you're looking in Sydney these days. So, look, it's great to have you here. I want to have a chat with you and I want to talk about Minette Sales Academy. Uh, you've been a member of Be Connected World for about three or four months now uh, and you're regularly coming in. You've helped me out a few times as well uh, when my, my regular presenter can't turn up. Catherine's always there for a good one. So, look, I'm going to start off, Catherine, um, the same as I start with everybody. I want to know about you. I want to know your background, where you came from, uh, what brought you here today. Well, thank you, Jay. Uh, So my background, as you've already uh, indicated, I'm originally from Liverpool, or Liverpool, as uh, the people in Liverpool would say, in the UK. And uh, yeah, I lived 18 years there. Then I went to university in Leicester in the Midlands. So my background is business and marketing. And I always wanted to get into marketing. That's what I thought I would do once I graduated. Uh, But I also wanted a company car. So my way of getting a car was to get a job in sales. And I thought, well, if I get the car and I get a job in sales, then uh, the sales experience will make me a better marketer as well. So off I toddled and got into a job in sales. And I basically never went back. I stayed in sales, uh, mainly because at the end of it, I enjoyed selling. I didn't at the beginning. At first, it was uh, it was a, a chore, and I didn't know what I was doing, like many people who get into selling. Uh, I got into selling knowing I was getting into a sales role, but many business owners, they find themselves in a sales role because they're business owners, not necessarily salespeople, but uh, they may employ people who are salespeople who may not have had the training in sales that they need to be able to do, do the job effectively. And that was me. I got a job in sales but I'd never really been taught how to do sales because you'd think with a business degree, with marketing, you might learn something about selling, but no, that's not the case. Most degrees are all about the theory, the theoretical aspects of business. So 
I got this job in sales, but I didn't know anything about it. And I wasn't very good at it. I hated picking up the phone to do cold calling because you need to call to make appointments to meet people. Uh, the only training I really got, like uh, many small companies, was on the product itself. The great at telling you, this is our product. These are all the features. Now go out and sell it. And here's your sales target. Off you go. Uh, sometimes they don't even give you contacts. You've got to go. In those days, it was like yellow pages. Yeah. <laughs> To uh, find people. Uh, so I was very much a novice and I fumbled around and I didn't enjoy it. And I en ended up, I stayed there for about six months and then I emigrated to Australia. So I, I got out of that job because I was emigrating. I was married to an Australian that I'd met uh, during a backpacking trip a few years earlier. We'd got married, long story, and eventually, and that gave me the opportunity to be able to emigrate quite easily at the time. This is like over 30 years ago uh, to Australia. So what did you think I did, Jason, when I um, got to, what sort of job do you think I got I into? I think you probably went into sales because that's what most poms do when they come over here. I did, I went straight into sales when I came over. Yep, yeah, well, it's, it's usually easy to get into sales because I mean, every company pretty well needs salespeople. Uh, so yeah, I did. Uh, I did because it was the only thing on my resume. And uh, even though I wasn't very good at it, and I didn't particularly enjoy it in the UK, I, I had picked up some skills <laughs> just by the fact that I went out there and gave it a go. And so I thought, well, I'll get a sales job. And in fact, I got the sales job quite easily because my sales job in the UK was selling to nursing homes. I was selling medical devices to nursing homes. And when I came to Australia, there was a job selling to nursing homes. So I was already, I had experience. So anyway, I got the job quite easily, got the company car again, little four wheel, little Vitara, it was very nice. I've never had one of those before. So um, this is in Brisbane, in Queensland. That's where I, I am now. And that's where I uh, emigrated to. And so I started my first role in say my second role in sales. And again, it was a small family business. They were based out of Adelaide and there was no real training except the product. But this time, what I decided to do since I got the job, I thought I better go and learn something about selling to get better at it. So I started reading books. I started listening to cassette tapes. You know, the good old days when you had cassette tapes and my my car became my university because I would just you listen to tapes all the time. And I even went to some sales seminars that were being held in Brisbane at the time. And I started meeting other salespeople, talking to them. And because I was just out and about selling and meeting people, I got good at it. And it wasn't until I then uh, took another job with a pharmaceutical company, that a big pharmaceutical company, that I started to get some real professional training, in-house training, because the larger companies do teach their reps how to sell. It tends to be the smaller businesses that expect you to know how to do it. And they don't have that, uh, the training department to be able to help out. So from there, I started getting more and more training, more and more experience. And within the first year, or just after the first year in that pharmaceutical company, I became rep of the year in a very short time, really. And it was because I mean, I think it was because I enjoyed it so much. I was a girl from Liverpool in Australia, in Queensland, the sun shining. I've got my little, my car, I had another car now, I had a nice big Ford. 
and I was driving all over the place. I was looking after the Gold Coast. I was having my lunch on the beach. I was driving out to Toowoomba. I was driving all over the place. So I felt like every day was a holiday and I was going in to meet with GPs and having a chat to them about drugs, which I found really easy to do. And I enjoyed it. And so, yeah, when you enjoy something, you get good at it. And I, yeah, I got good at it. And so that's how my career pretty much started. I, I did move from pharmaceutical into medical devices and medical consumables, and I've moved back to pharmaceutical. But I found that uh, in the end, the last uh, probably 10 or 15 years has been mainly in medical devices and consumables and selling into hospitals and dealing more with products and pricing and dealing with back orders and working with uh, purchasing departments as well as doctors and nurses. So there was a lot more variety to the sales role that I was doing. It was more of an account management selling that I was doing that I really enjoyed. And that gave me uh, even more experience of the different types of selling that is required. So I've been doing that now for about 30, over 30 years. But in the back of my mind, I always wanted to be self-employed. I did a little bit of coaching when I lived in Sydney. I spent about six years working in sales and sales management and doing sales training while I lived in Sydney. And I also became a coach. I did a coaching course back in 2000. And so I was doing a little bit of coaching on the side and I enjoyed that. And I've always wanted to have a business of my own doing coaching and training. But the problem was I was the breadwinner. So, and we had a mortgage and we had a child and so I couldn't give up my corporate job in order to pursue my dream of being self-employed and being a coach and trainer. And in fact, it wasn't until at the sort of midway through uh, 2021 that I got made redundant. And that was a gift. It was a gift because I'd been there long enough that I got my long service leave. And also it was a gift because I had bonuses being paid to me. They paid me out and it was a restructure that was happening. So I was very happy to and very grateful to get the, uh, the opportunity to be made redundant. But as my husband said to me, well, Catherine, you've always wanted to have your own business. There will never be a time better than now to actually do it. And, and that was the right time for me. I'd had 30 years of sales experience, sales management. I'd been a trainer. I'd been a coach. I'd managed sales teams. I felt like I had the skills and the knowledge and I'd also of selling, but I also, I also had been dabbling in online marketing for about 10 or 15 years as well. I'd had websites and dabbled in it, always thinking one day I'll, I'll launch a website. And so I'd gained a lot of online marketing experience as well. So when I eventually stepped into the entrepreneurial world, which was about 18 months ago now, uh, I did have a, a good foundation of what I'm teaching. So the coaching and the training and the sales, but I also had some understanding of online marketing. But I have to say the online marketing part is is where I still am on that journey. There, that is something I'm still learning. I'm new to it putting videos out, getting onto podcasts, doing interviews, uh, learning how to market effectively. Uh, that is an ongoing learning for me at the moment. So, and I really appreciate the opportunity, Jay, for you to, uh, you know, have me on your radio show. I'm really happy to be here. We're gonna, we're gonna have a quick break. And when we come back, we're actually gonna talk about the Minette Sales Academy. Okay, great, thank you. 
stone and tell me why If I yell out at night there's a reply of blue silence The screen is no comfort, I can't speak my sense They blew the lights at heaven's gate and I don't know why But if I work all day They're crossing their fingers, they pay the truth makers The balance sheet is breaking up the sky So I'm caught at the junction, still waiting for medicine The sweat of my brow keeps on feeding the engine Hope the crumbs in my pocket can keep me for another night
Welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that music. I know I did because it's all my music on this station. I absolutely love it. Uh, still here with Catherine. Catherine, we, we've heard your background. We've heard your story. And gosh, I love your energy. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I want to know now a little bit more about Minette Sales. Start again. Minette Sales Academy. Um, tell me really what it does, what problems in the marketplace it solves. 
Yes, well, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, the opportunity came to when I got made redundant, and I thought, right, now's the time to have my own business. And I'd, funny enough, I'd already written a book. It's not been published, but I'd written a book. It's, I'd spent about eighteen months before I got made redundant writing a book about sales skills, with the intention of launching it as a book. And of course, when I got made redundant, I just thought, well, I can now turn this book into an online training course. So, but of course, the first thing I had to do was start the basics of setting up a business. So I had to set up the whole, get an ABN. I had to get my, my new phone, my computer, set up the ABN, decide on who I'm targeting, who my ideal client is, uh, what my messaging was going to be. And I started just putting myself out there and connecting with people just to find out whether uh, what I was planning to do, i.e. all the content of my book, was something that was actually wanted out in the marketplace. And the feedback was really positive. So, and then I thought, well, okay, I'm going to uh, launch, it's going to turn my book into an online training course, but I wanted to make sure I could sell it first. So I, I pitched it to a few different online and face-to-face uh, -face networking groups. I got to do a free presentation. So I did some free training and then I invited people uh, to have a chat with me to see if they wanted to become founding members. And I got some people to sign up, paid members, but they were founding members. And from that point, I knew this concept, my, my whole sales training coaching concept was, was viable. And so that's when I started converting the book into a online training program, which is now available today. So uh, it's it's been a journey and it's been evolving over the last 18 months. Uh, now the training program is finished and all my marketing, most of my marketing is in place. I've been out on setting up social media platforms, creating videos, doing a lot of training and implementing what I'm learning. And now I'm at the point now to do consistent uh, promotion marketing, which is podcast interviews. I have a podcast of my own as well now. That I, I do a fortnightly podcast show with a, another person and also starting to get my content out there regularly. Uh, so now I'm starting to build that uh, momentum. So if I was a if I was a small business and and I came to you, what problems could you solve? What and and, and yeah, where would you go from there? Yeah, the the biggest problem. Well, I'm, my target is basically small business owners. It's those uh, people who've been established for a little while. Uh, they've got money coming in. They've maybe been relying on referrals, and now they need to get out and start promoting themselves. They need to start selling. They've got to get. From behind the screen, just doing the online marketing, they need to be able to go face to face. So I, because my, the selling experience I've had is, has all been face to face selling. So that's where I focus small business owners who may or may not have small sales teams that need training because they have to go out and they have to prospect. They have to network. They have to go and talk to people about their products and their services. And they need to be able to have that professional sales conversation. And what I find is that most small business owners and even the salespeople that may be employed by small business owners don't have that professional sales training. So that's where I come in. I can actually help them with three areas that I focus on. Firstly, it's unleashing, unleashing their sales confidence. And the reason I start there is because a lot of people who are in business and sales that are new to sales or forced into having to go out and sell, 
they don't have confidence with themselves in how they, how to go about and do that. They don't have sales confidence. And the second thing is they don't know the strategies involved with selling and what they need to do before they even get in front of a, a, a prospect. And then the third area is all about the sales conversation itself. It's having a productive sales conversation. And so I teach them all the way from the opening a sales call to asking the right questions, what questions, how to ask questions, when to ask questions, how to position their product, how to talk about their product without doing a verbal vomit all over the, the how, how to show the benefits as opposed to the features. Exactly. Talk, yeah. Yes, yes, talking benefits and ultimate benefits and listening, listening skills as well, being able to listen so they know what questions to ask and 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 how to take the sales conversation in the direction that you want to take them rather than letting the prospect direct the conversation. And ultimately, handling sales objections. That's a big one for a lot of people. They're afraid to handle sales objections. And that's because their mindset is that if someone's asking an objection or a question or, or putting up objections, it's because they're not interested or they're they're. Uh, they're just trying to give you an excuse for not purchasing. Whereas in fact, being able to handle a sales objection is the best thing that you can learn because an objection is a gift. It's actually someone saying, I am interested in what you're saying and I want to know more. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, people who are not trained, they don't know how to handle those sales objections. So I, I help them with that. And I also help with them how to ask for the business and what to do once they've got the sale, the post sales process as well. So there's a lot to it. But they're the three main areas I help clients with. They're confidence, strategic selling, and having productive sales conversations. Fantastic. And we'll be back after this short break. Girls on the avenue They're trying to get you in Strolling by with a rosebud smile Up to kill, lean on the windowsill, looking your way with eyes of fire. But don't you slip, don't you slip in love with the girls on the
Okay, Catherine, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Uh, as I've said during the breaks, it's it's sort of a little bit like my story where I came from when I migrated uh, from the motherland. So it, it, it's good, you know, you can go and have your lunch on the beach and you get paid for it. How good's that? So but look, what I want to do, I want to find out now if any of our uh, listeners out there would like some more information about you and what you do. How do they get hold of you? Uh, yeah, thanks, uh, Jay. Yeah, the, the best way, I've, Minette Sales Academy. I'm on all the social media platforms as Minette Sales Academy. And also, I've got a, a, a gift for your listeners today. And specifically, I mentioned earlier about the importance of having being able to uh, handle sales objections. That is a big problem for a lot of salespeople and business owners. So I've put together a cheat sheet on how to handle the top five sales objections. And it's a six step process. Uh, and that is available on minettesalesacademy.com forward slash objections cheat sheet. So maybe we can put that link in the you know? Absolutely, we'll we'll do that. That will go on there as well. Catherine, it's been absolutely fantastic having you here today. I'll you. I'll catch you with the next networking. Absolutely, I look forward to it. Thanks, Jay. Traveling in a fight at Gumby on a hippie trailhead. Zombie. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? Where women go and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover Just say